Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Mallory Donahue. This is ZD Donahue. And we're going to do a little podcast on pockets here. Now, this will not be like an exhaustive history of pockets. Or anything like that, because there's so much information out there about pockets, right? Well, here's the deal about history or um, history of clothing or history of anything like that that is social. Yeah. Have you ever read the history of uh, blue and pink, you know, boy versus girl? Yeah, yeah. You know, and one of the things, I can't think (laughs) of the one article I read about it, and the author said, it wasn't one thing that decided, you know, that boys were in blue and girls were in pink. Right. It evolved. It, it wasn't like, well, this year it was decided that girls wore pink. Yeah. Yeah, because babies wore white for years. Yeah. And you couldn't tell if a baby was a boy or a girl. They wore little white dresses, and that was it till you know, they were up walking. Right. And even after they were walking. So I think what we need to think about histories is they're not always the same. They're not always the same in every culture, and they're not always remembered or documented. You know, they're subjectively done. Yeah, absolutely. So there's, like, a lot of resources on pockets out there. Um, But one thing, so this is one of my little side interests. I am very interested in languages, and I am listening to the History of the English Language podcast, or History of English podcast, I think is what it's called. And so... Those of you who have studied English or are linguistic majors, like Jennifer out there, um, you already know this, but it's something that I found out is that English and um, 
you know, English is a Germanic language, and it used to be thought that the Germanic languages and the Romance languages were, like, absolutely separate, and, uh, but they are not. They're all linked together by this original Indo-European language, which actually links, like, Sanskrit together with, like, Latin, and, you know, so our languages are much more related than was, you know, originally thought. Now, when I say originally, like, this, this discovery was made in what, like, the hold on the 1800s or something it's not like that new um but <laughs> it well, was 1800s in the, in the history of man it was yeah. it was new right. to me uh right. you know and so anyway i've been really loving it when the podcast host will kind of talk about the origin of a word um and things like that so uh pocket seems to be kind of an old word that has celtic roots and it's very similar in English and French so that means that uh that why it ends in et well no actually (laughs) because in French it's poche you know okay uh, but the the French you know uh Frankish plus the Latin you know uh, influence that influences there means that there are some words that came from the Celtic languages into English and French, but then also came back into English through the Norman invasion and all this stuff. So anyway, I'm going to put some links to the etymology of the word pocket. No, it's very confusing, and I may not have said it right. So don't don't criticize me. But isn't that amazing, like, that even that information's sort of floating around? I am so fascinated by this. They, like, go back and reconstruct words from, like, languages that we don't even know about anymore, and I think it is just so freaking cool. Uh, So definitely just makes makes my heart sing a little bit but it literally meant a bag a pouch a small sack okay sort of uh, like a vessel germanic source akin to frankish poka mm-hmm. or paka bag from the proto-germanic puk p-u-k is what they have so we've got like this is an old word people have been having pockets for a long time well and right? Why well, did they have to have purses were called pocket That's books. Right. So, they weren't called purses. So a purse yeah. and a pocket, like all of these words right. are very related. And early pockets that were not sewn into clothing. Right. Like they were called, they may have been called pockets, but they would resemble maybe what we would they, think of as a purse. They were a fanny pack. They were the original fanny pack. Right. Yes. They went like, you know, there was somewhere where they went around your waist or Kind of like shoulder bags, you know, cross body. I wonder if like a gr- cross body purse. You I know, see, I, I'm seeing right. them a lot in these illustrations on belts, like peasants yes. have them. Yes, you know, to yes, things. like it would go through a belt uh, loop. Utsi, those of you who are history buffs, know Utsi was unearthed. He is also known as Iceman, one of the oldest, uh, like preserved bodies. He had that pockets. We have found. He had here. Let's see from the Wikipedia article. Ancient people used leather or cloth pouches to hold valuables. Utsi, also called Iceman, who lived around 3300 BCE, had a belt with a pouch sewn to it that contained a cache of useful items, a scraper, drill, flint flake, bone awl, and a dried fungus. So, so. to me, that was more like a tool belt. Yeah. And, and that is actually what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I can't come up with the time period, but I know that I remember researching this one time that, you know, the lady of the house or the head servant in the house, you know, they had chatelaines where Mm -hmm. they had keys Keys on the chatelaine and they would have a pouch that had other things specific to their job. So 
they would take that pouch on and off and yeah. it would go i mean they didn't always have that many garments but right. you know if one garment was being laundered they still had their pouch yeah. you know with the stuff contained and, and in it let's just move on let's just jump forward several yeah. thousand years okay to an 18th century woman's hanging pocket that i'm seeing here on the which is the fanny pack uh, well yeah Rough. and a fanny right. pack that be, would be wouldn't be seen Right, right. Would be worn the, under worn underneath the garment. We, we used to call those money belts. That's where you hid your did, money. Okay, remember? Did, we shared a long time ago that video of the woman dressing in like 18th right. century garb, mm-hmm. and so so beautiful. I'll try to share it again. Uh, and she puts, she ties on these pockets. Yes. And there are slits There's in the skirt. There's only slits in, right. There's slits in the garment, and then you get to you the pocket. You may reach your pocket. Right. So this could go. Onto you, you, so your every garment would basically have access right to these pocket bags, um, and even though they wouldn't be seen, this one in the article is like beautifully embroidered, probably from someone you know from a very high right. social class. Of course, that's a lot of the clothing that will survive and, right. and you know be preserved um, are things that wouldn't be worn to death or things right. that were very special. Um, so. That's really neat, and those those would be tied on around the waist, uh, and so it wasn't necessarily all the time that po- that garments wouldn't have pockets; they would have access to the pockets. Right, right, right. And I thought about this. I was like, that sounds like a good idea because sewing pockets onto a garment, I think, is really time consuming. I'm always like, oh yeah, I could mm-hmm. skip the pockets and have this done faster, but then I'd be mad that I didn't have pockets, right. you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm I'm always playing that game in my brain. Right. I'm always like, should I take So the other thing we <laughs> could probably talk about, though, too, is the po- pockets are functional. Yeah. And they are also treated as embellishments mm-hmm. or to add style or line to a garment. Yeah. And uh, the, so this beer pocket uh, uh, thing beer comes up. Pocket? Beer pocket? Beer. B-E-E-R. Like drinking a beer. Yes. Also a very old word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that it's a small pocket within a jacket or vest sized specifically for transporting a bottle of beer. Came into fashion in the 1910s in areas of the American Midwest prior to Prohibition, after which it faded into relative obscurity before experiencing minor revivals in the 1980s and early 2000s. Imagine. So, yeah, yes. People want that beer pocket. Also, David Hockney is a very famous visual artist of our time and he has begun uh, he's very well, he, he's a very old man at this point i think he might be in his 80s okay mm-hmm. and he adopted using the ipad to do visual illustrations like uh-huh. do do visual art which was like whoa from a lot of people right like, right you know well 80, okay that was he, okay when people started doing like desktop publishing and yeah. art on computers it was like no, you right. have to draw it out. You know, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. Don't do that. We bra- you know, it was like when Picasso broke the rules kind right. of thing. You know, so, um, yeah, no, desktop publishing was terrible. It was awful. Yes. Uh, okay, yeah. so David Hockney actually had a special pocket sewn into his blazers where he could put his iPad sure. so that he could use it. So I thought I'd uh, bring that up. So special pockets um, are, are nothing Nothing new, but then also new for uh, being able to carry different types of technology or different well, types of use. Well, I, I actually was um, wound up kind of looking at something the other day, and it was, you know, clothing 
specialty clothing for people who had things like gastric tubes yeah. or, um, you know, uh, pumps or, pumps or like ostomy that. pouches or all this. And, you know, we use pockets to contain some of those, you know, things and not have to, like, just carry them. Okay. So in terms of sewing, um, we I, let's start off with, like, one of the most basic contemporary pockets uh that's that are out there not a lot of people are wearing pocket bags like tied around their waist underneath their supposedly though the fanny pack is bad the fanny yeah the fanny pack they don't call it they have a new name i think but uh i don't know what it's also to our uk and australian listeners yeah we know that's the wrong term bad word um (laughs) also speaks to your point mom about time and place and how that affects culture yeah exactly okay so patch pocket this is the pocket where where you got a garment and then you just take like a piece of fabric and you sew it up so that there's slap it on there there's still access to it but there you know there's an opening where you can put the thing in there okay so it it may not have it's sewn down on three sides and the top is open well i didn't want to say three sides because i was like what if somebody's got a hexagon pocket or (laughs) well and it doesn't have to be a four-sided pocket i've made pockets out of hearts and circles and all kinds of things and this is where if you um i'll just go to advanced pocket making technique right now just right off the bat if you want to make a cool shaped pocket um one way to do that is to not like let's pretend you want to make a heart okay um instead of making a heart and trying to sew it down you know in certain places and top stitch around it to finish the edges what we would do to make a heart pocket is put a buttonhole Right. Uh, or an eye, you know, some kind so of So we opening. would have two layers of fabric, uh-huh. right sides together, one but one of them would have a buttonhole in it. Yeah, one of those layers has a buttonhole. And that would be the in, wind up being the inside of the pocket. You sew around the entire heart shape. You get to make your whole complex, curvy, pointy shape. Right. And then you get to turn out that shape through the buttonhole so that you don't have any area of the edge of the heart that you have that to you sew had to up. hand stitch yeah. or top stitch or whatever like and, if you want to make a banana right. looking pocket or a right. pear or now, an apple and you can you can hand stitch or hand whip yeah. that buttonhole um together if you want yep i've never had to or you could leave it as a yet another secret pocket that's right i've <laughs> actually a pin will go into it too like uh-huh. if you put a pin in your pocket but um i actually developed that when I was like a teenager. Right. And they had all these cute pockets on things, you know, and I was like, this is awful. Like, I have to stop. I want to make 14 garments this weekend, you right. know, wear to school next week or whatever. And um, that's when I actually developed that. I was like, how can I get a slit in this? That it, And I was like, a buttonhole. This uh, lining the pocket like that, too. So let's think about a very right. common unlined pocket, which would be the jeans, the back pocket mm-hmm. on a pair of, you know, jeans, dungarees, right. whatever, you know, you want to call them. Okay. So that's all where the edges are folded in and pressed right. and stuff. If you wanted to get a bit of a cleaner look, maybe even right. a more durable pocket. I don't you know. You do get a more durable pocket. You can. Yeah, you can line it. You can. Yeah. Um, and you really don't wind up with that much more bulk on the sides. I think that, y- yeah, and on the top, if you did it the right way, 
you could wind up with less bulk. Well, and you know? what you do on the top is you make it short. You right. make the lining shorter, shorter on the than, top yeah. so that, you know, the, the outer fabric, right. the public fabric, you know, folds down into that a That's little right. bit. That's mm-hmm. right. And so you could line that if you want to. Of course, you don't have to. It's stitched down. Right. Um, you, don't, you know, most patterns don't even have you finish those edges before you press them in because it gets, like, right. two layers of top stitching, right. and that does the trick. I... So, I was big on pockets when I was talking about that era when I was like in junior high, high school, and I yeah. was making a lot. Um, and my pockets were embellishments. I mean, they were functional. Yes, you could, you know, they were open at the top somehow. Yeah. But I was, I was big on po- pockets. I had, you know, this one little sheath dress I wore over and over, princess line sheath dress. Uh, pattern that I had, you know, made to fit me perfectly, and I just had all these pockets in all these like cute places and different yeah. shapes and, and whatever. And people, were like, where do you get your clothes? I mean, it was really silly because it was just the it was just that little shape that people were like impressed by. Mom's just trying to say that she was hot. Well, no, it, no, is but. <laughs> I didn't know that people would be that impressed, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So that's a patch pocket, okay? Um, There are also, let's just talk about, like, welt pockets. Uh Or sometimes these will be called, I would put these all kind of in the same category, welt or, like, a tailored pocket. Mm -hmm. Um, Wikipedia is calling this one, like, a flap pocket. Uh-huh, but it's, right. it's where the you know the fabric is slashed, and right. then a pocket bag is applied. That's right behind it. Behind it, it's finished somehow either with welts or with a flap or something like that. Sometimes it's bound with fabric. Yes. Yeah, so there's there are all sorts of things like that, and I think those those end up being challenging to the new uh-huh. sewer yeah, a lot of the time, and they yeah. are challenging. I yeah. mean, right, yeah. rightfully so, uh, and they're also scary because you're just cutting right that's right in you're cutting right in your big your, piece of garment to your garment that maybe yep. like it could be finished <laughs> you know well I mean? and it's usually a place that shows <laughs> right yes. exactly uh it's also easy to really like distort those um mm-hmm. areas uh it can be hard to sew in those very tight areas but i would say one one place that has a really good tutorial on that is the vogue sewing book um, it's what I look at oh, okay. uh, it's a lot of the time. Now, I did, for some reason, after you do a few things like this, for me, like I haven't done millions of welt pockets, but after I'd done a few, I started to be like, oh, I get it. Right, and right. For uh, a, a show that I costumed recently, I had to add a welt pocket to a vest that was already you needed made. a watch pocket or yes, something? Yes, exactly. Yeah. A pocket. It was a pocket watch pocket, right? Yep. And it was it needed to be added to a vest that was already made and it was lined. Right. So, like, I was really working backwards right. there. You know, um, the lining had already been applied, and I actually added it without messing up the lining or right. messing up anything, and I was really proud of myself. So <laughs> it does start Oh, well, to maybe Mallory's bragging. I can't talk I'm about bragging. my pockets. No, but I'm, I feel, I'm feeling free to compliment you on your pocket, I was. Mallory. I hope it was clear that when I said that you were, you know, hot, you know what, that I was complimenting you. Oh, okay? yeah, uh-huh. It was, it was so being, clear. It's not being rude. Yeah. Now, sometimes these welt pockets, the pocket bag can be, like, loose in the garment. Yes. Or... Pocket bags of all types of pockets, they can be stitched down, mm-hmm. even if they're not patch pockets. So you think of a patch pocket as being like, you know, fabric that is applied to the garment. But even a pocket bag that's behind the garment, um, they could maybe 
just use one layer of fabric and then use the outside of the garment as, you know, the containing right. other layer as that facing layer. And you can top stitch it down. Or I've seen them where, like, it's a pocket bag that is stitched then to the garment. So if you've ever had trouble with, like, a floppy pocket bag, you could choose in your garment to, like, stitch it to the garment. You could make it decorative. You could try to make it invisible. You'll see on coats where pocket bags are secured with a crochet chain. Right. Right. You know, to the um, to some part of the right. garment to just to keep that bag from flipping out when you take your hand That's out right. of it and stuff like that. So let's take a break and we'll come back and talk about inseam and slash pockets. Hey, ZD. Wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SewHere.com leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com leggings and get started today. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Okay, and we're back. These these types of pockets also give people trouble. These inseam pockets slash pockets. I think this is the easiest pocket in the world to make. Me too. I okay. I would I I mean Well a patch, patch pocket's pocket, pretty okay. easy too. But, but yeah. I would say the welts and like the tailored, those are the, the more challenging ones. Yeah. Than well, I think a slash pocket can be challenging too. I You just said they were the easiest. Oh I I thought we were talking about inseam. I think of inseam and slashes being really similar They're not. in their... The slash pocket is like what you have in the front of your jeans where you yeah. see the fabric behind it. Okay. okay. An inseam pocket is actually in the seam. So you think an inseam pocket is easier than a slash pocket? More, 
you you will have less difficulty, uh-huh. okay, with the fabric laying flat. Like, okay. I, I see people. I see what you're saying. Do you see what I'm saying? I yes. see people, like, you know, mess it up by yes. not. Like, so, okay. The inseam pocket is you're just, you know, you're, you're taking your, the, the line of your, you know, your line of your seam. You've mm-hmm. just got basically a straight seam might be a little bit, you know, curved, curved. or something. And you're just putting that pocket in there. I think sometimes, so this is interesting because I think sometimes people find that more challenging because they're like working with bulk or they find it difficult to visualize the order of how to do this. Because they're like, wait, where's the pocket? Where does the pocket go? Which layers do I stitch through, and which do I not? I've said I've seen people have okay. trouble. You see what I'm saying? But that this is should, just good. It should not be that way this because is, okay, so interesting. So you have you have two pieces of fabric, uh huh, and you have a pocket shape that looks right. sort of like a kidney. Yes. Okay. Yes, the kidney. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and you sew right sides together on one. With, with, you know, say the front panel. Of right. Your, okay. And then you do right sides together on the other panel. Then you open it up and you press it flat. Yep. Then you put, so it's hanging out. So you've got this panel and this pocket kidney shape hanging right. out, right? So then you put those together. You put that those two shapes together, right sides together, right? Right. And you start sewing your seam. And mm-hmm. when you get to your pocket, your seam changes to around that kidney shape right. and then back into the seam again. I don't know what could be simpler. You don't think that? Yeah, I've I've seen people get confused. To me, about that, that is like so simple. I okay. Yeah, but maybe I have a good mental picture of maybe it. Maybe I'm thinking a little bit more about when a closure is incorporated there, like a zipper. People get confused. That's, but that's more of a slash pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Or, no, you're right. You're right. Maybe, obviously, I'm confused. Okay. <laughs> obviously, we won't let Mallory. I will not let Mallory be putting pockets in That's my right. Garment. That's right. No, I think I think I'm. I think I I'm use a confused. slash pocket uh-huh. if I have a pair of pants or a skirt. Right. And I just want to put a hook there, right, yeah. or a button. Okay. Well, yeah. I just put slash pockets in my Jenny trousers. Yeah. Okay. And the recommended closure there was this lapped zipper. Okay. Yeah. And instead, I put in an invisible zipper. Uh huh. And it was the easiest thing ever. Yeah. And people, people in the group were like, "That's gonna be really hard," or da 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 da. I guess sometimes I think of a slash pocket as easier in some ways because it's like you make the whole front of the garment. Let's like of the okay. whole front of the. Okay. I, I don't find it difficult either. Well, I'm just I know. saying I, know. I think other people find it difficult getting it to lay flat. Yes. Yes. Well, okay, I think that. And if it pulls and there's wrinkles, your pants are too tight. That's right. It's a fit I, issue I just think and a that pressing. think so funny when people go, what did I do to my pocket? And I'm like, not your pocket, it's your pants. Right, right. If your pant, if your pockets are bunching up in a slash pocket, then it's probably too tight. And that is, yeah, so right. we're, we're all over the place here because I got confused about inseam pockets and stuff. So anyway, yes. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Mallory's a mess. Mallory's a mess. <laughs> so... You can, of course, elect to put your closure in a different place altogether if you wanted to just not deal with closure right. and pocket the same seam. But, like, when I had people do their ginger jeans, I had them just base that, you know, like, pocket right. thing together. And maybe it's a better idea not to do that so you can see if you are having the pulling, you know, with a pocket actually all constructed. I didn't have them construct the pocket bag to baste it together. You oh, see what I'm uh-huh. saying? Okay. Yeah, so but yeah, if you have, have no, pulling. if you have the right fit, though, it yeah. should, just shouldn't pull. I think people also can 
suppress and distort yes. that, right? Because you end That's up where everybody needs cutting that, the slash. Here on I the go bias. again about when people say, Well, just give it a good hard press. That can so screw you up. Yeah, don't give yeah, it a good that, hard press. Yeah, then you're distorting the fabric it and it'll never you'll never get it right. Precise press. Yeah. Maybe. Or a finger press before right. you decide. Um so, so sorry that we got a Excited. Maybe it won't sound as silly as I think it's going to. That sounds fine. Um, so, all right, Mallory's in, not putting my unseen pockets in. That's all. I that's you. right. That's right. I um, but I want to go back to that invisible zipper there. Like, so you're talking about an invis. Let's go back because yeah. I think you got me confused. You put an invisible zipper in a <laughs> slash pocket. You are correct. <laughs> yeah, because you. I believe you may have I said, said inseam. You may have. Yeah, my bad. My bad. So you can't what, put a closure. Well, you can put a closure in an inseam pocket. I do I, it all the time. Right. I'm just, <laughs> oh, I'm just yeah. envisioning what, oh. what I was saying. I, I want to say oh. that I thought it was easy to do it that way because the yes. whole front of my pant was constructed. Right. I put the closure in just like if there had been no pocket there. Right. I was just sewing through a few right. more layers. Right. So I was like, this is fine. Right. It, it was not. You know, people are like, oh, will you publish this mod? Will so you where publish was this it? hack? But you said they put a lap zipper. Where'd they put a lap zipper? They put it there. They just used the seam allowance. Oh, you so know, they put a lap zipper lap there. Zipper it. Which would be a little bit more Which bulky. Is, it would work. It was fine. Yeah. And also, I think that those pants, I think we're going to do an episode of, uh, feel free to comment mm -hmm. on the episode, and I want to talk about those. Those could be a little bit more utilitarian. And I don't know, maybe I wouldn't want an invisible zipper in like, my gardening pants. I don't know. Uh, I used to wear almost exclusively invisible zippers. An invisible side zippered pants. Yeah. I loved it. It was a trouser I made. Right. And it was my favorite pant. But yeah, I don't think it was like a bad choice, but honestly, it took fewer steps to put the invisible zipper in. It was just. And then it looks cleaner zip, too. Zip. And it's not as bulky. It looked amazing. It feels it's awesome. It's also not as bulky. Yes. So those, but those slash pockets, you're right, mom. If people are having the pulling, it's not the pocket. Yeah. It's the fit. Yeah. Yeah, if you're having that. Uh, but something, if you are having issues with your pocket fabric flipping out mm -hmm. on on any of but, these and that, pockets. You mean when after you use it or? After you use it uh -huh. or maybe just the way it's presenting right. after it's done. Uh -huh. A step that I really love that isn't always included in every pattern is understitching. Oh, yeah. I, I've seen patterns where it's right. not included, but when you sew that pocket bag to the front of the pants right. where that cutout is, yes. um, or I mean, I know it's not always pants, but right. in this example, understitching is just, it's magical. Right. You're like, oh, it's just laying it so nicely. And yeah. like you said, too, you can always use a chain, yeah. a you know, yeah. a thread chain, or figure out where you can tack it mm -hmm. to a seam right? to hold it down. Tack it to a seam. Right. Um, I think the Jenny trousers, you're actually supposed to stitch it down. It's part of the design. Maybe. Mm -hmm. And I didn't. Uh -huh. And the pants fit loosely enough that it wasn't that like it's free enough coming it, yeah. up or anything. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was fine. Also, on pockets, um, I hesitate to make a blanket statement, but you can always, almost always use a lighter weight fabric for your pockets than you use for your garment. Yes. and what Do it. I, But I will tell you, with your dad, he he used he wore like a khaki. Uh huh. Um, this is before he started wearing like more like cargo pants, which and did turned he, out to be better for did him. Did he wear out? He would wear the pocket pocket out bag because out. you know the pants would be like a twill, and the pocket would be you know just a cotton woven. Right. And 
the thing is, is he, his keys he was putting, right, he stuff. was putting things in like keys, you know, that were obviously testing that uh-huh. I used to just go in and take a piece of denim and like sew a pocket. Yeah, right like on over top of the it. pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would just like read for. And the other thing that that helped because of the keys and the pokey things or whatever is he wouldn't get a hole in the twill. Yeah, because right. what would happen is Protect he would start it. poking through the uh-huh. twill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you know, I I am always one to jump on the feminist issues and clothing bandwagon. So you know, absolutely. But the trend of the skinny jeans, like the skin. Tight yeah. mm-hmm. jeans, which I also enjoy wearing. Uh, yeah, I do too. Um, it's hard to put a really accommodating pocket in those. Well, a lot of times my front pocket's a faux pocket, and, and the back pocket is a real pocket. You mean like by choice, right? Yes. Okay. By choice, because people because I don't even like. I can't stand anything else in there. Yeah, because so so people will say, "Oh my gosh, all these ready to wear." You know, clothes have no pockets. And, yeah, it cuts okay. down cost, cuts but down I, fabric. Here's the other thing. I don't really use a front pocket in a pair of jeans ever. Be- just because of the reason is then I go to sit down and whatever is in there bothers yeah, it's me. It's like my phone gets so big. Right. Our phones are so big, da 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 da, da. So, Or even if it would be a handful of change or, you know, a cough drop. That, Right. It bothers me. Now, on those Jenny trousers with that looser fitting trousers. This is where I need a fanny pack or a belt bag belt or whatever bag. it is. Mom found the nice word for what it. Was, there was another word, waist, too. Waist, waist bag. bag. That, that, that sounds, that sounds like kind of something weird. poop in. I, no, I don't, <laughs> no, that's like no, what, it sounds that's like what I stomach. take to pick up my dog's poop no, in is a waist bag. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was thinking it kind of sounds like my floppy belly right now. That I, I'm getting rid of. This, this is my waist bag. It's <laughs> a belly bag. Yeah. So anyway, um, you know, because they put those bags on horses, yeah, that are in uh, the Hanson cabs. Sa- saddle bags are different things. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's a poop bag. Yes, yeah, I know. You what know, you're so saying. that they don't poop on the city streets. <laughs> yes, yes, it's like a poop bucket. So, so yeah, with sometimes oh, that would be a word for bucket, a poop, a poop bucket. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, when when people complain though about ready to wear not always having real pockets, right. sometimes I'm like, well, I've made faux pockets in my skin on purpose pants. yeah and also sometimes i do want the pants to be so tight that a pocket would pull okay it just would like this is why i wear would. a bra oh okay. because my so bra serves as my <laughs> <laughs> so, so your boobs don't so end my up, boobs in your don't up in my slash pockets <laughs> but, um, oh my god that's that's tr- a good but one that is the truth too <laughs> It's so funny because it's true. Oh my god! No, if I took my bra off right now, I could make my boobs hit my hit my legs. Anyway, elaborate, clarify. I will clarify because <laughs> you can hold your lots of stuff in your bra. Oh, okay, yeah. And I actually, I wear I have this one sports bra that like it's a bra underneath and then it has you know just a, another piece of fabric yeah, over, over the top. It. Got a perfect pocket. Okay, so this does though inform. So they're bra pockets. We haven't talked about those. Okay, they're not on the brackets. list. Brackets. Brackets. Um, <laughs> this has kind of informed though some of the clothing that I styles that I want to make for myself. Like right. I like the skinny jeans. Right. But if I am like I really want more pocket options, I would explore putting a side 
patch pocket on my skinny jeans and for my phone, like cargo yes, skinny jeans. Yes, cargo. Yeah. Okay. And I do that <laughs> in some of my, what I call pajama loose yeah. style pants. Yeah. I have like a cargo pocket because I could do an inseam pocket. Yeah. Okay. But if I put a phone in an inseam pocket, it like flaps on my thigh. Okay. I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Different fabrics. Different styles right, because it's are going to support. In there. Yeah, they're going to support. So if I pockets. put, I actually put a patch pocket. I measure my phone, whatever <laughs> yep, size yep. phone my is. I have, you know, and I put it like sort of high on my thigh, mm-hmm. and make it just right for my phone, and it slipped. And I love that. Yeah, that's my fave. So something I didn't realize I like so much when I had these Jenny trousers is I actually kind of walk around with my hands in my pockets. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, I'm like, yeah. which I don't, of course, can't do in like a pair of skinny jeans or something like that. But so I would be a little kinder to ready to wear or like to yourself with the skinny jeans. Cause like, no, when people complain about not having pockets, I, I think, well, I wouldn't put anything I wouldn't in want there a pocket anyway. In that. In that. Yeah, right. in that now, moment. I think one of the best things people started putting pockets in were wedding dresses. Yeah. You yeah. know, because. You can't even carry your chapstick, right? You no, know, um, no, that that is a good right. point. Um, and then some people they'll they'll come out in the group and they'll be like, "Everyone's gonna hate me, but I don't like to put pockets and things because of the added bulk or the whatever." Well, no, you know? that, and that is true. And I, um, so my husband used to carry a wallet, and he would wear cargo shorts and right. like cargo pants for it. And then he got a new phone case that can hold his card. holds his cash. credit card or whatever. So when he was saying, I need new shorts, and I'm like, well, I already blew our money on new fabric for me, so I have to make you shorts. Um, you know, and I said, do you need all those pockets? He says, no. Are you going to make him wear those floral shorts out of that twill you That's bought? right, out of that stretch twill. Yeah. He said, I don't need the cargo pockets because now I don't carry a wallet like I used to. And this idea became attractive to me. I was like, can I, like, not carry a purse? You know, because well, I, I, I carry in a purse yeah. and stuff. You know, right. I'm always, even if it's a little bag or something like right. that. But I don't know. I don't know if I can give up the purse. With So I, I have a purse. Yeah, you carry a purse. And then I have a wallet. That's what I carry. I carry a little wallet. Right. That, that has, you know, the strap. So, But I can take my wallet out of my purse. Yeah. That's and what then, I yeah. have. I carry a right. very small right. crossbody right. that is like phone and That's, money. And right. Lipstick. It's just a little bit thicker than my phone when I'm but finished. But it's, it's not the it's not the reality of not having a purse. It's still a purse. You know, it's it still, is. It's still it's a purse. It's like a wallet with a strap. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, could I, you know, but I think I'd have to make myself okay. a lot of Eventually, cargo Eventually, phones things. will be about, you know, the size of a half dollar no, everything or whatever. Is, I have my watch. I, oh, I yeah. could almost do yeah, everything you don't with need my your watch. Phone. Yeah, yeah, one day. So see, that's going to happen. But one day, the word pocket will be obsolete because we'll all have microchips <laughs> in our or, brains. Or, or we'll use the, just, we'll, we'll, we'll use the yeah. word pot. Well, they'll name something, some electronic device. They'll name it pocket. Okay, it's going to come full circle. And instead of, it's like, the word pocket will just be synonymous with watch. And right, it's pocket right, watch right. Again, well, you know, <laughs> there there are words, obviously, in our language that if you weren't live when they start using them, for instance, dial your phone. We don't dial our phone film, anymore. The word film? No, phone. And Di- I know, but also oh, film. film. Right, film, right. or record. Yeah, record. You know, yeah, yeah, record. Um, you know, record player. But, well, <laughs> but, I, but I mean, yeah. like... We don't dial our phone anymore. We tap our phone. Yes, yes, absolutely. Because we started out with a dial. Right, but like the word film, like we're not putting anything onto film when not we do anymore. that with our, with our phone. So, right. But I wonder if the word film actually came from something else. I wonder if it has anything to do with like 
the word feel, which is like Well, thread. I'm thinking that there was a film of silver on the hmm. cellulose. Well, we'll... I don't know. We'll follow up on that in the next yeah. episode. That's a good... good. Oh, Mom. Maybe we should do a Mom. word... What? I'm so excited. Maybe just... we should do like a word podcast. Okay, I think... I want to do a... Can I do a... Can we have a new podcast no. called ZD's Pissed Off about this? That's this podcast. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> that's, that's, it's called Sewing Out Loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, How about pissed out loud? Okay, so yeah, ZD's, ZD is angry. That's called sewing out loud. Okay, so one thing we didn't cover were like flappy pockets, pockets with with flaps on them. Um, well, usually they're a patch pocket. Well, a welt pocket mean? though can oh, also have the and a welt pocket the 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 flap can go in it or on uh, top yes, of it. Yes, and actually, um, in the Wikipedia article here, they're calling that. A tailored pocket because it's usually on a jacket, right? So like, just yeah, FYI, but a menswear type. It jacket. is just as ZD describes. It's a welt pocket that has this flap so that it's can the go same, in or you out. You know, there, we we talked about all the pockets. We just didn't talk about the flaps that went but over them. I do want to talk a little bit about it's a it's a technique that we've covered before. But when you have a pocket or um, Anything that has like a shaped this shaped flap, let's see, like it's a like the the flap that we're talking about on this welt pocket right. is just cur like a, right. a rounded corner right. rectangle, mm-hmm. or you can have pockets that have like a sharp V, a point uh-huh. at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And I just read a review of a pattern that had belt loops that had V's at the end, uh-huh. and the tester said that the V's were challenging. Because they don't know how to sew a point. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, well, and I what? wonder, not just a point, but sewing these shape type things. Uh-huh. Whenever you have to sew something that's a small shape like that, including right. a scallop, like right. a scallop tam right. or anything. ZD is nodding. She knows exactly what I'm about to say. Yes. I know where you're going, baby. Draw the shape mm-hmm. and then so sew. So draw the shape on the fabric. On the fabric. Do not cut Right. Like some itty bitty little V pattern yep. out, and then try to stitch it. So draw your shape. So I'm drawing the shape of my apple. Yes. On the back. Or your star. Or my star. Or your scalloped. Or whatever. Hem. Yeah, my scalloped. Hem. And I'm drawing it on the fabric, and I'm laying right side to right side on another piece of fabric, and then I'm stitching on that line I drew. And then I go back and I clip away the, the excess fabric. So you you this was like a rectangle or a square right. of fabric. You got to draw your specified shape, even if that specified right. shape is something as simple as a rectangle with a rounded corner. Okay. And it can offer mm-hmm. you so much more stability to have that full square of fabric. Right, Mom? Yep. And okay. this is another ZD rule. Yeah. If you're sewing a point, you don't pivot. Yep. Unless it's top stitching. Y- yes. It's the only place you pivot at your angle. Otherwise, you stitch across the angle with one or two small yeah, stitches. Truncate that point because if you don't, you don't have room to turn that fabric. This this applies to collar points. Um, to any the, any point, point you can think but of. Also, I just want to bring up the point on the scallop, the uptick. Yes, people don't always think anything of that, as a point. that is a that is a severe okay. point. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I would say, like anything, what greater than what. Oh, I don't know. 35, 40 degrees? 45 degrees? You mean... Like, as far as an angle goes. 
because you have to have room to turn. So a 90 degree angle, definitely you have to, you have to. Truncate. Truncate in a bed scallop, of course, that's a really it's tight 80. angle. Well, right. it's 90 degrees and down. I mean, no, it's not okay. Well, I, you know, they're right next to each other, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you'd call that 90 degrees. Well, but, yeah, you need to truncate those. But what I'm saying is, you know, if it's a big wide angle, like say right. it's a 70 degree yes. angle, you might not have to do that because you've got room to turn. Well, I'm, th- I'm thinking all acute angles need. To be truncated. Right. There you go. Okay. Uh, so from 90 degrees, degrees to acute. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Acute is less than 90. I'm just even thinking if it was 95. You'd yeah. Still okay. If it was I 95. See. You know. I see what you're saying. Test. Test. And you know what? It might have to do with the bulk of the fabric, fabric. right there. Yeah. So what this yep. does when you truncate that angle, it seems really counterintuitive. But what it does is it reduces bulk when you turn it right, right. side out. Because it it. If you if you think about it and and you've just turned that and it's even more acute than your ninety uh-huh. degree or whatever, you no matter how close you trim, you've got fabric that has to fit in that little spot when you when you turn it. It's not going to fit. Yeah. So if so you... so what do you get? And I see them all the time, everybody. Yeah. And everybody goes, "What did I do wrong? What you did wrong is you nobody told you. No one told you. Nobody that you gave you the yeah. proper yeah. instruction. And I'll bet you anything, the pattern didn't tell you to do it. And I just think that that person who was saying that the the belt loops with that were yes. V shaped. I yeah. bet that they cut out. I bet these they yeah. But they told them to do that. They yeah. told them to cut out little strips and cut out the points ahead of time. And like if you just think about sewing on that, you're going to distort your fabric no matter how stable right. it you is. You can't so get right. It is so easy to avoid that heartache. There, it is just um, that that will definitely uh, change your sewing game. So make sure to give. So when yourself we were that. talking about the heart pocket, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's basically what we do. We points. draw a heart. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we sew around the whole thing. We haven't cut the heart shape. We've got two squares that we, or whatever, that we made a heart inside of. And when we got to the point at the bottom, we truncated. And when we were up at the divot at the point at the top, we truncated. So we sewed across. We did not pivot there. And then when we turned it inside out, it was the most... Amazing, amazing heart. heart. Well, uh, we trimmed it and then turned it. Well, inside, right. right, we did trim it, like it and clipped our curves. It Clip your curves, square. people. Yeah. Clip your curves. Okay, so I think we <laughs> we did a really wonderful set of tangents here. Just some cursory, you know, discussion of pockets. You know, that's fabulous. And y'all learned about the brocket. Oh, you know the, the bra la- pocket. The last thing I want to say is, I think almost all the time, my favorite way of finishing a pocket bag. It's like sew the pocket bag together and then like overcast it or surge it. A lot of I've seen people want to do French seams to finish the edge of a Too pocket. Too much bulk. Yeah, ZD just yep. looked terrified. You couldn't see, but she's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. My keep, my keep favorite my favorite way is to use the cover stitch surge machine. You know. Do it, the five thread safety and stitch. Do it, do it, yeah. Right. Yeah. Do the, a safety. Yes. You know, so you've got your. You know, your actual seam is made with your chain stitch, and mm-hmm. then you have the, your surging over the I edge. I agree. That's, you know, I know some people, uh, you know. A that's co- how I make pillowcases, and I couture, consider pillowcases big pockets. That's right. A couture gown or a couture, not a gown, probably might not have pockets, but like a couture jacket, sometimes they'll bind the edge. Okay, like with a Hong Kong finish or something. Well, don't kid yourself on thinking that could. Tour shops don't have sergers. That's that's they what do. I want to bring up. Yeah, they do. Especially if that pocket bag. When you bag... look back at, at at you know, couture made, handmade, whatever, um, garments 
from 1930 and you see all of this, you know, hand stitching or Hong Kong finish done by what, whatever. They didn't have sergers. Yeah. Okay. That's why. That's why it wasn't done that way. It doesn't exactly. mean you can't do it that way now, too. But what I'm saying is there's so many things about that overcast machine that decrease bulk. Yes. That so make it nice. I just want to say that is the way that I would have people. I think that even the ginger jeans, she maybe has you. That's how I do. And she even has you do it. It's not like a French seam, but she has you have the surging or your finished edge inside of the pocket. And I'm okay with that laying on mm-hmm. my skin. Yeah. Okay. I, well, and that's so, how when yeah. the um, the inseam pocket, yeah. I surge around there surge to finish that. that. Yes. Yeah. So just heads up. I do. Th- I think that that's appropriate for so many applications. Reduces bulk, reduces time. I do not mind looking at the inside of my jeans and seeing the surged edge of a pocket. Is what I'm saying, right? No, yeah. I actually I love the way surging. Yeah, works. I like it too. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's no fair. I'll put fun um, in there. There's right? definitely garments that have surging on the outside that have that overcast sure. look. You know, they started making T-shirts with that overcast on the outside because it was pretty and presentable. Yes. Okay. Well, we hope you enjoyed our our pocket, um, pocket. You'll never uh, think of pockets the same ever again. I'm trying to pocket podcast. Pocket podcast. It's a pocket podcast. Um, you all have a great rest of your week. We look forward to being in your earbuds again next Friday. And you can get to us on Instagram. We're at SoHereCom. And ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SoHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.